0: What's going on guys? Welcome back to the Move Local podcast brought to you by The Movement. My name is Dalton and not alongside me today are my co-host Don and Will. It's just going to be me today, but we got an awesome interview. I am super pumped to have Rolly on the podcast. He is the owner of Phoenix Fit House, which is a new gym here in Hamilton. He also has a location out in Toronto. So I'm super stoked to have him on, hear about his story and all that fun stuff. So Rolly, how you doing?
1: I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah. How's the day been so far?
1: oh you know you, you got to run a couple errands you I uh, have to put out a couple fires you know the, you know the drill <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah the standard entrepreneur exactly, type stuff
1: exactly did you train yet today um did I train yet today no that's happening after I, I went for a, like a, a long walk that doesn't count but because I like I got my Apple watch that counts as the exercise because yeah. there's a lot of competition with the Apple watch thing so you definitely I I, I Clock did at least forty minutes in there, but I'm gonna get my upper body lift. Yeah, nice. After this,
0: cool, cool. What, uh, yeah? What's the workout routine look like for you nowadays?
1: Mm -hmm. I I am part of like average Joe's league, you know. So for me, sports has always been the reason for my training, right? So it's always been football. Um, So then, you know, I I remember like a couple years back, I was like, okay, well why did I remain so lean is because I always trained for an objective. So the idea and that's why I kind of goals is a very huge thing in fitness is you need to have a a goal in mind because to just do reps to do them again like you know that that's that's unmotivating. So for me I do strength training as well as active um sport specific training.
0: Yeah. Football. What position you play? I was a receiver. Where did you Where did you play ball at?
1: I played at U of T, then I went to go play in Serbia and in Italy.
0: Okay. What year would you have graduated U of T? 2012.
1: 2012.
0: Okay. Yeah. So I played football growing up as nice. well. Yeah. Um. I didn't play in CIS. I played like in the Canadian Junior Football League. Nice, so like nice. Akl like, like, Fratman, uh, uh, London Beefeaters, Toronto. I don't it's know. Like what OVFL you, is what it's probably called. Yeah. 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 So played a little bit of that, but what position? Um, so, I used to play D tackle, I used to be big yeah, big boy I used yeah, to be yeah. like two sixty so I've wow I've uh dropped a little bit of weight since yeah, then as yeah. I was like, I don't need to be that big anymore yeah, so yeah. yeah, it's been a little bit of a transition. You would not have guessed that I played defensive tackle you if you know. look, if you looked at me today, maybe True. maybe a little bit more speedy got but, you, got you, you know <laughs> life, yeah. cool man that's um wild. I'd love to dive into just like Phoenix Fithouse like how to get started mm-hmm. and then maybe we can talk a little bit about like what transitioned you into hamilton from the toronto location
1: mm-hmm. so how did it get started yeah mm. Ooh, through the the, the ashes um through the ashes. through the ashes um so i had another business with two other partners called resilience fitness um and we started that in two, two, two 2014 um and if it grew that you know substantially in a matter of four years um you know and then As these things happen, as you grow, you know, business, you know, like people start taking different directions, influences start coming in. So there was a point in that there there had to be a separation. Um, So I found myself, you know, on the kind of solo man side of that. So at that point, we were planning on expanding to a second location. Um, in, in Toronto like downtown Toronto so one one of the options of like the buyout that I suggested was that like, okay I'll take the second location and I'll create it my own own brand nothing associated with it Cool and it's uh, started as the Phoenix effect so that's how it started originally that was the name of it for a year and it a year and a bit and then the, there was a rebranding that turned into the Phoenix Fed house
0: nice yeah and what like, what led you actually into the fitness space itself? Like, coming off football, mm. you know, you spent a little bit of time, you said, in Serbia playing. Yeah, yeah. Then you come back. Was it kind of like a transition into doing, like, the gym stuff, or was there other things going on before you jumped into the, the gym world?
1: Yeah, for me, it was coaching. I, it was mm. coaching that kind of what, what, what was the the Venn diagram part, the, the in-between part. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had, I came back t- 2013, um, 2014. 13, 14, Um And I, I, I was coaching like women's football at, at U of T. Um, and then I would coach, um, you know, like men's youth. Um, and then I got I had a chance to coach the LFL while I was here. Oh, cool. You know, right? So that like, like the formerly Laundry Football League, but like ladies. Yeah. Th- Legends Football League is what it's called now. The most amazing athletes that Dude. I've like seen, and they don't they don't shy away from hitting. Not not at all, not at all. It, it was intense. Dude,
0: some of the biggest
1: bigger hits you've
0: ever seen. <laughs> yeah, i feel like. like, you
1: have <laughs> less pads on. How are you running fast? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, so, what happened? There was an off season there before the, the Toronto team was supposed to get started, where you know they, they had a couple weeks off, and they didn't have. Like a programming, a strength program, like a speed and condition program, that that. So me, just f- from my knowledge of the of you know like the the, the science, I made them a program. Sure. So when when we came back, a lot of the, the the ladies were like, yeah, we love the program, it was dope, that da, that. Da, da. I'd say that was like the intro to it. So for for me, kind of fitness has always been like, I like because I have the information. Sure, I'll give it to you. It's not a matter of like I knew. Head first, I want to be a trainer. I want to be a coach. I want to be a, I want to open up a gym. That was never the plan. The idea for me is I like being around people. I'm a people yeah. person. Um, and the fact that, you know, I've played football for t- for 20 years, like I- at that point, I'm like, yes, I have information. I can just give you no problem. And then after that, um, I coached at York. Um, and then while I was coaching at York, that's when a, a friend um, introduced the idea of kind of starting a kind of group fitness thing, so they introduced the idea to my uh, other two friends, and they were like, "We're on board. We have to do it." Roly, Roly comes aboard. Cool. We're it started so grassroots, like it was just like friends and family, friends and family at first. Get it in, get it in, and eventually it spreads into the community. Now, mind you, th- there's a cool story here. I remember that, um, man, you were getting my whole life. You're getting my whole life you right now. Just hit now. me with it. Okay, um, so it's a cool story because I remember, uh, so I played CIS ball, you know, I, I, I was invited to, like, the East-West Bowl. That's the all-star game. That yeah. And then there it was a point where um, the administration of the CIS, like, a week before the game, they were saying, like, oh, you can't do it because you went to high school in America. Right? So, like, in CS, the East West Wales, Canadian talent. That was originally what I, That's what I was told.
0: That seems odd. It,
1: it did, especially, like, a, a week out. So, cool. So, now, part of this was the idea that, like, okay, I've always wanted to, you know, like, I'm like, I know I can make it to the CFL. That's not even a, a, a thing. Right? So, then, the, that was a bit of, a, you know, like, a shock to, like, receive that information that something has been, like, derailed. I also... I'm a person that thinks like, you know, whatever's meant to happen will happen. So anyway, so fast forward to the the gym that or like the group training thing me and the other dudes have created. Um, so we're doing it. We're doing it for like a, a year and a half. And then I, I get a call from a guy who saw like the, the videos we put on Instagram. This is a guy that was on like the staff at U of T. He was on the staff at UFC. He was now at the staff at the Argos. He actually just got a huge promotion that, like, like, like was in the news. Um, so congratulations, Vinny. Congratulations. Um, he was saying that he saw what I was doing um, in terms of, like, getting people's fitness and getting ready. Um, the, Jim Barker w- was looking for a person that could, after the players had gotten cleared by the doctors and the medical team, to get them into game shape. You know, so to make sure they can move at, at the same speed, um, and also for the players that are still injured, like keeping them conditioned without affecting their like the the uh, problematic area. So I, I jumped at that opportunity, um, and that was an amazing experience. So you know, I got to w- 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 like work with a bunch of um amazing athletes and amazing teams. So this was the connection piece to the whole you know I knew I could play in the CFL thing was that like now in a matter of like th- three years or whatever, three, four years, I wanted to be one of the players right now. I'm in, I'm, I'm a coach Yeah. now. I'm like, like now I'm leading them through things like men, 10 years older than me are like responding to me. Like I'm there. And it was, there was a very, there was a switch and I was like, okay, maybe this is the path, whatever mm-hmm. that I'm supposed to be on. So yeah.
0: Interesting. It's funny how things like that work. eh? Yeah. And then, so with, with that, you know, transitioning to like Phoenix, like one thing I saw, I think was on your website that you talked about, and it kind of comes back to like what you're touching on here with coaching and stuff, was just the idea of how you want to create like a unique environment for people and create an experience that not as not solely focused on just like their physical transformation. Mm -hmm. What do you, what do you like, what do you mean by that? And what are some ways that you guys try to like pull that stuff out of people at, at Phoenix? Mm -hmm.
1: Um. So again, like I've said, is like every one, one can tell you how to do a push up. Everyone can tell you how to do a squat. Like it's it's we're not reinventing the wheel. Um. But it's the idea of like what type of experience are you getting from whatever place you're in? If it's a club, if it's if it's if it's the, the the wherever you frequent, like what experience are you getting, and how is that kind of helping you grow as a human? You know. So then being able to, um. <laughs> Get, get to know these people, mm. to get, get to know them, like t- taking a value to interest in in their lives and like what, what's going on, being able to follow up the, the same as easy as, you know, just like remembering remember the conversation you had a week before with that person um, allows them to realize, OK, I don't have to do this alone. And I feel like in the world, like it's set up in a way where we are all going through the same ish. Yeah, we all going through. We have we have the same issues, like the same like anxiety, all that stuff. But yet we don't talk about it. So I'm definitely a type of person that like I will. I have no shame in my game. Like we're gonna talk about the nitty gritty, allowing you to like fill the space to be there to be there yourself. So then now as you know. So for example, okay, I won't say any names. Ah, Even that's kind of like personal. But like um, (laughs) there was one one client. In particular, as I'm saying this, I'm literally trying to find a way to like censor as much as you can to make sure you know she's cool. There was a client where you know she came in because I I used to work at a club. I used to work at a club, and one of the bartenders there, me and her were cool. So you know she told her he owns a gym, blah blah blah. So she comes to the gym. Now, mind you, again, like you know, like I I know everyone's lifestyle is their own, right? And they can choose that. The, it was a place in which you know th- this young lady, like you could tell, that, like she was, she was being like jerked around, you know, like mm-hmm. in a sense. So just to be able to see her commit to you know her a lifestyle change, and then to see what that did for her confidence and how she you know interacted with people and what she put up with and what she did, like all of that from it was the idea that like she created more value within herself. By mimicking those decisions, like, okay, I'm gonna be training four times a week, then it just, it, it, what's it called? It stifles out everything else that isn't of that same value, of that same caliber. And I think that's the most important part of it because you learn who you are when you put through challenges. You learn that about yourself and then you grow from it. Then you, because you learn about yourself, you understand that value and that worth. And then you can expect that, you know, from people around you.
0: Yeah. And I feel like, um, exercise and then if you create a good environment which it sounds like you guys are doing over at Phoenix it people um, you can pull that out of people and mm-hmm. I think it can be very powerful like mm-hmm. you're saying like but it takes the right environment to do it because I've like. been you know in the health space for a bit and I've been to different gyms and I've been part of different communities and mm-hmm. I've been part of communities where they do that really well yeah. and I've been part of communities where they don't do that. So well, and mm-hmm. I think it really takes a lot of the leadership at the gym, like for example, you and mm-hmm. your coaches, mm-hmm. to really also show that to them and mm-hmm. be vulnerable at the times mm-hmm. so you need to be vulnerable or go through hard, hard things with them mm-hmm. or on your own mm-hmm. so that they can see, like, oh, Rolly's just like me. Exactly. He's like, he's struggling with this, but he's going to put himself in positions to yep. challenge himself so he can get better. Yep. And I think that that stuff's uh, super important. Mm-hmm. I
1: see it. I see it.
0: So if If I was to walk into Phoenix and I'm like, all right, man, I want to do a class. Mm -hmm. What, what do you got for me? Like, what kind of stuff are you doing? Do you have some different options? Mm -hmm. What are kind of like the philosophies around the gym? Mm
1: -hmm. So we have hit classes. Um, We have hit classes. We have strength training classes. We have kettlebell specific classes. We have boxing classes as well. Um, and, and then, for example, you, you come to the gym, you see some maces, you know, so you would learn how to do, do Yo, that. I saw
0: you whipping those maces around on your Instagram. Thank you. thank you. I was you, like, thank
1: dang, you. I'm like, this is cool. Man, it's just tools on, on, on your tool belt. Like, yeah. that's it. And then, so it's just tools. So, I, obviously, just always trying to learn more things in the fitness space that allows me to to give that to, to the members. Because, you know, yeah, you, you might not like a kettlebell, but, you, you know, you might like a, a, a club. And finding out how to move. And that's like freaking moving local like in, yeah. in my head i'm j- jumping you know yeah. to, you know the podcast but i think that's the most important part yeah
0: cool so is it more like um so it's class-based yes and in, in in the sense like i could choose like okay i want to do the strength class yeah uh or like i want to do the kettlebell class can you kind of mix and match the different classes or Absolutely. are you like okay so you yeah. can do that and yeah. it's more you, like
1: whichever one, whichever whatever concoction works for you you, yeah. you want to do Th- three strength classes one boxing and one kettlebell <laughs> that's your recipe and cool. then you can find out what works for you in terms of how your body recovers what exactly you know yeah that's cool w- what you like
0: What's some of the feedback you've gotten on on like certain classes is there a particular like mm. favorite that some of your your community um, enjoys?
1: The strength training classes. The strength training classes. I, I'm just as perplexed as yourself. Which I'm happy about. I'm yeah. a big
0: fan of people getting strong, but you would ex- you yeah. wouldn't ex- you expect like the hit style stuff is like yeah. more of the
1: in, you know? It's interesting as well because I remember like of the th- three gyms that, like that I've been part of st- starting, it's always started with a hit. There was no option of like because obviously you have to grow the community. This was the first time. I don't know if it was a good or bad decision, but you know we'll see where when we opened we opened it you know with a more or less a full schedule like we had it all the variety so then then people got to decide okay yeah i like this but as opposed to if they only had the hit then it would only come to the hit right but then the fact that you know we and then the toronto location the strength training part is it's bonkers people love it because they know that like that's how you know you're supposed to train it's not about necessarily like like rushing through everything um rest active rest Um, while you're doing your sets that is important too right you know for muscle growth so yeah so that's people love the strength training classes
0: I think I think they can be like slightly intimidating for people from the outside perspective Mm -hmm. and I feel like a lot of people have maybe a little bit of a misconception around around like strength training specifically and I Mm -hmm. think once you break down that like barrier for people and people realize like oh I can get strong and like relatively quickly if you're like a new new to strength training like you get those early kind of novice gains and people are people are then they're just like they're just like riding that high because like oh dang like two weeks ago I couldn't even squat like the bar now I'm hitting like way more than that so it's cool to see that
1: I think it's it's interesting you said that like if the environment is correct Um, you know, people can really like, you can see how people can enjoy strength training and get better, but realizing that it can be intimidating. Right. So even that, I remember uh, a couple weeks ago, you know, I was having a conversation with the coaches and it was just like, you know, we need to make sure we're not assuming members know even the easiest of things, you know, to like, to like, to open a clip. Right. Or to like uh, change the height of a, a, a J hook. All of these small things is like if someone is new, they're not going to say they're not going to want to you know call themselves out. So just being mindful as a coach to like make sure you're hitting every all those things that are a part of it. You know how to grab weights, all of these things that it's the, the, like the mundane part of it. But it's huge because it helps someone feel like empowered and they've learned something throughout the whole time. Right.
0: It's such a good point. And it's like those it's funny because it's those little things like that that make the biggest difference Mm -hmm. for for clients. Like they could care less. You could could raffle off like all the knowledge you have around strength training Mm -hmm. and like, you should do this set, these eccentrics, Mm -hmm. this rest. But then you just say like, hey, you know, like if you want to put the plates on a little bit easier, like try putting them on this way. And people are just like, so hype about it
1: and then they and then they they retain that information so well yeah and that's something you'll never have to tell them again yeah as opposed to you know sometimes like just overlooking that aspect yeah um and then you know yeah and people don't want to people don't want to say anything because
0: they're like oh i'm gonna feel like i'm gonna look like an idiot if i ask this person how to put a clip on but it's like how would you ever know if you've never done it so Yeah. yeah it's cool it's interesting you bring that up um what's your favorite class you guys got
1: I love the kettlebells. Yeah, kettlebells are my thing. Yeah, that's my thing. Forget um, shout out to a gatsu. Um gatsu is the kettlebell um, certifications that I and all of them, most of my trainers have. And I, I the, the mantra of tools and a tool, tool belt, I got that um, from them because it's like it's not a one size fits all. There's no one method that is right. Everyone is different, their body is different, the, how they respond to, the, you know, st- the stimulus is different. So, so you know, st- st- I shy away from ever saying, okay, this is what you have to do, mm. right? Mm-hmm. You know, because we got p- people in all over the world that are in an amazing shape that aren't doing half of the things, you know, that we're told, you know, is the Mecca. Right, right,
0: right, right. Yeah, so, there's so many options out there. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of the name Phoenix, I know you mentioned like coming from the ashes, but is that where the name came? How did that come along?
1: Yeah, it it, it it came from the kind of painful situation, you know, with the old partnership and just, you know, kind of having a second chance and being reborn. And then the feeling that, like, everyone has that ability. Everyone can be, like, reborn. They can transform themselves into a better version of themselves. Mm-hmm. So that's where that, that came from. So it's, it's you know, I would say Phoenix fedhouse, It's very you know, okay, it's a gym, but I'm like, it definitely holds a strong meaning, um, to, to what we do inside those doors.
0: Yeah. And it's cool. Like, I think people can also relate to that. They probably come through your doors and go through that experience. Right. Mm. And that's probably meaningful to them as well.
1: This is so small and it, but it's so small, but it was a win last night. Um, so we warm up with skipping, you know, so, um, in like the last 30 seconds, I'll say, okay, if you got some double unders, um, like do them. now, mind you, no one can really break down a double under, uh, except for you see someone and you do it. Yeah. So then, you know, the, there was a moment, like like I had like my s- slides on, it wasn't even like streams, I had my slides on, and then all right, I, I, I grabbed the rope, and at first, you know, I did like five or six back to back, and obviously, for the people who weren't even doing it, it was like, okay, that's uh, that's unfair, like you're just showing off, whatever. I was like, no, I'm trying to break it, trying to understand it. So then I, I slowed it down, I l- let the rope come to my legs right before and then I jump. and I basically explained it as like, okay, the first one is a, uh, uh, the first one's a gimme jump. The first one, don't jump until the rope is right at your feet. Like that's when you jump and you spin your hands. The light that got on three people's faces that have got it for the first time and they've never done it. I was like, man, this is why I'm doing this. Yeah. Because you saw that, that wind, you saw that like excitement, that like, Wow, I just, you know, I've tried to do something, I failed. And then something clicked, it was set a different way, it made sense, and then, you know, now that person can coach someone else to do it based on what worked for them.
0: Yeah, no, that's the cool part about it. And it's always like the little, it's always those little things too, right? Mm-hmm. That, And that, who knows, like that moment that can spark so many other like opportunities yeah. going forward. Just a simple little double under, you know? Literally. Well, simple, I shouldn't <laughs> say simple, man, they're hard. Yeah, yeah They're absolutely. simple, but they're hard. Yeah. <laughs> um what uh you know what made you guys come down to the hamilton area from from your original location there in toronto
1: Mm -hmm. so expansion has always been an idea um but the idea was around that like it needs to retain its value it needs to retain its authenticity like there's no point to like opening up you know like a bunch of shops if it's you know, you're not going to have the same relationship like with the coach. You're not going to have the same experience in the walls. So that's that was the first thing. So the first thing about that was like, okay, you know, is Toronto in a secure enough location, coaches-wise, that understand the vision and the value um, that I can pull away from that? So that was mm-hmm. the first thing. Then two, you know, like like the pandemic, you know, was was tough for everyone. Um, so me and my partner, we were in a one-bedroom, um... Trap house. That's exactly how <laughs> I, I, would, I would we would describe it. Um, so the point of that is obviously, you know, we need a space and, and so okay, thinking about the idea of like getting a place. Toronto, you know, as you can see, is astronomical um, in terms of expenses and you know, so we started to look at other places, you know, so a couple of the options were like Oshawa and Hamilton. And originally I I chose Hamilton because it's closer to the US and my family is in the US. That's cool. So so then we would go see houses. we see houses on, on both places, Hamilton, Oshawa. Every time we were in Hamilton and we saw a house, in someone's, like, basement, there was gloves. There was boxing gloves, there was a boxing bag. There was boxing gloves, a boxing bag. Like, it almost, like, in every single house. Interesting. And the idea that, like, okay, we this is one of the services we offer. I'm like, why why in every house was there i I'm like, okay, if it's here, it means they're not able to get it, like out there yep. so that was part of you know the idea like okay there could be an opportunity here to you know bring the service that we have you know in, in an area that isn't like it doesn't have a lot of those and then knowing that not a lot no place in Toronto itself as big as it is and as, as dense as it is offers the variety of things that we offer at at that level yeah so we know that like okay coming to Samson you know it's a value thing too So it's the, the, it's obviously about like getting the word out and getting people to know about it.
0: Yeah. And that's always, yeah, that's cool. And I would agree, like, you know, even just knowing a little bit about looking on your website and hearing about some of the stuff you guys do, um, the different variety that you do have available at, at your place is definitely, I think unique to at least in and around this area. Right. So I think it's cool that you're offering those kind of opportunities. Because, you know, I think people are always looking for new ways to explore fitness. I think yeah. especially after, you know, the pandemic, yeah. you know, people spent a lot of time away from from yeah. the gym. And yeah. I think there's people that are looking to get back to that. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of new people coming into the fitness space because they realize how important their health yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. And they're looking for some different options outside of just like, you know, good life or mm-hmm. something like that, where it's not as community oriented. And I think providing different opportunities like that is, is yeah. awesome.
1: Thank you. That's man. That was amazing what, what you just said that that really hit me deep cool man that was huge um how else have uh
0: how else have you been trying to get the word out i know you guys had uh you're in the paper you had a little story in the paper mm-hmm. um is there anything else you guys are, are thinking about doing to try to get more people involved in the in the new spot
1: yes yeah, um so we've you know like we've done like the, the ads and all of that um You know, we're trying to make a couple, like, community partnerships... Um, I know that I, I have the idea now that um, in, in the summer, like, for example, in Toronto on Sundays, we'd run a community class that um, was free of charge. They would just have to bring, like, a non-perishable item, oh, um, and then we would donate that to the food bank. So I, I'm thinking of, like, we'll find a park When as soon as it starts to get warm, and I'll we'll have a similar thing every, every Sunday, maybe 12 o'clock, where, you know, you can come get a, a 45-minute class um, on, on the house and just help to... You know the community because at the end of the day it's also you know you don't want finances to be like a burden for anybody so like okay this is there's no strings attached you know come out value your health keep moving
0: yeah and you guys were doing that every sunday yeah that's awesome yeah and then obviously people are like hey this is my kind of vibe yeah and they can come into the space and explore a little bit more yeah sweet um i got a couple rapid fire questions for you but you're, you're new to the Hamilton area, so I, I usually like to ask people, like, you know, what's your favorite local restaurant? Have mm-hmm. you been to any places in, in Hamilton yet that you've enjoyed?
1: Um, I've been to Moody's. I've been okay. to Moody's. That's in, on Hestry. I don't know. I guess it's like a, a, a bar, a pub. Okay. There's like a, a, a game. There's an arcade upstairs in Moody's. Oh, nice. And randomly, um, uh, a friend that I used to work with at the bars in Toronto, she's ma- she's managing. She's worked at that place now. Okay, So that's cool. amazing, yeah.
0: Cool. Um. Well, I kind of asked you what your favorite, what your favorite uh, class was at your place, but what mm-hmm. about like, all right, what about squat versus deadlift? Which what would you rather do?
1: Squat. Yeah. 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 And yeah, cause squat got me the fastest. That, like that, that, makes that, yeah. that makes sense. That
0: makes sense. Favorite football team then. Growing up, where in the where in the states are you, are you from?
1: I, I'm from Maryland. Maryland. Yeah. Okay. So it's not the Ravens. Um, <laughs> it's the Washington. Oh, the 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 Commanders. The Commanders, yeah. yeah recently, the recently commanders. changed. Yeah. Let's not talk about that.
0: Are you a, a college football fan then, like NCAA? I,
1: I don't follow it that much. No. I'll say the Terps, cause that's in Maryland. Local, yeah. But now you know I gotta go with Jackson State, cause of Dion. Dion is doing some things with them boys.
0: Dude, that that's cool. Like I've been following along with uh like they're putting out that series mm-hmm. on. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Barstool's putting it out through yeah. YouTube, and it's cool to see what he's doing, man. He's changing the game, yeah. and it's only be- it's only just beginning. It's cool. It's cool to see because the la- we're going to dive a little bit into the football thing cuz I mm-hmm. like this. The landscape of college football has changed mm-hmm. with like this this like paying players I and all to stuff. Tell you. So now now people now people are like going to come People are going to start going to places yeah. like Jackson State yeah. because Deion Sanders is there. Because not only is he a top-notch coach, but they're going to start getting more attention. More attention brings more of the sponsors, more mm-hmm. money, mm-hmm. and you know that the, that the guys are there. If they have the opportunity to make money, then they're mm-hmm. going to make some money. So mm-hmm. I think it's interesting. It's going to open Barry. up a whole new world yeah. in that in that play in the NCAA for sure.
1: Yeah, definitely a hornet's nest. I think that 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 would be <laughs> yeah. definitely. You know, and I just hope you know that he he's he's just on top of his game because you know as w- w- more attention comes, more it's true. You know, so. more problems maybe. Exactly, exactly.
0: Um, who's uh, who's one person you think we should talk to on the podcast that you think would be good?
1: Hmm. Who hmm. I ran into? That's moving like that. That is Hamilton based.
0: I'm cool with it being like I know you got a lot of connections in Toronto. Mm-hmm. So like yeah, if if you know someone in Hamilton, yeah, cool. If not, like I'm I'm good to connect with anyone. Yeah.
1: I definitely Toronto, Toronto, Toronto like who's moving in and driving right now. It's tough to think cuz the idea that like everyone is just getting their feet back up. Everyone's yeah. just moving again. Hmm. A blank right now. We could put it on pause. Yeah. If you got, if That's you ha-
0: if you have one pop up, you let me know. Mm-hmm. Um, last question I would like to ask everyone is, you know, what does move local mean to you?
1: Mm-hmm. Move local means start wherever you can. Start wherever you can. You know, so the the idea that you know, if you are in your fifties and all you can do is you know, kind of sit down and, and get back up, you know. For 10 minutes a day then do that then kind of so like locally wherever it's so it it's almost out of context because i'm like because i'm almost thinking about a, a, like body part you know kind of like move locally so literally start wherever you can and that can be scaled up to you know everything that you can join like like a small community it could be you and your family it could be and then you know so then just grow from there yeah. but the idea is that you have to make a decision to start somewhere
0: yeah right? love it awesome well if uh if you want to, to leave where people can find you instagram website you know where you guys are located so if they're interested in coming in for a class and, and trying it out i'd love for them to know where to go
1: thank you yes so you can find all the information at phoenixfithouse.com um and the instagram is at phoenixfithouse my personal instagram is roley underscore stopwatch um yeah and i believe there's still like Two, two or three early bird prices available for 120 Fund limited membership so go ahead and snag those up before you know the prices goes up you know like 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 Fat Joe said Fat Joe said he said yesterday's prices is not today's prices anyways
0: <laughs> I love it Roley I appreciate it man it's been thank a pleasure getting to know you a little bit um, I'm excited about having you guys in the community I, I, I'm you. excited to come up there and get a please. class swing that mace around a little please. bit please I got um, you yeah. I'm, I'm pumped about that so thank you for your time
1: thank you yes. back.